Hello guys, this is season 2, episode 2 of my podcast. What I wanted to talk about today is allergen immunotherapy. And people refer to these as hyposensitization or allergy shots. Um, what a lot of people don't know is there's another option now called allergen immunotherapy via sublingual immunotherapy that's under the tongue. Sublingual just means under the tongue. Now, sublingual immunotherapy has been out for quite some time in Europe, uh, at least as back as 2005, from what I understand, and it's been an approved therapy. In our international consensus guidelines for asthma, house dust mite allergen immunotherapy, so dust mite allergy uh, tablets, have actually now been incorporated into the treatment algorithm as an official recommendation. Now, interestingly, in Canada, it has not yet quite made it the Canadian Thoracic Society guidelines, and that's because there's really uh, not that much representation of my specialty in Canada. The evidence is fairly solid, though, that for both forms of immunotherapy, that this offers the only immune-modulating or what we call disease-modifying treatment, i.e. kind of like a cure. The changes that occur in your immune system after immunotherapy are permanent after about three to five years. So it kind of is like the best long-term solution for allergen immunotherapy, assuming that it works. So it doesn't work on everyone. What I quote my patients is around about 70% of patients will get some benefit. Now, the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology have jointly developed uh, with the Allergy and Asthma Network uh, sort of a patient-centered model or a shared decision-making, to be precise, algorithm on how you should decide which immunotherapy is best for you. So uh, just before I begin, I have a website called grassallergies.com. That's uh, grass, G-R-A-S-S, allergies.com, A-L-L-E-R-G-I-E-S.com. This is a website um, that was sponsored by um, a company that has the sublingual immunotherapy products. However, it was uh, developed entirely by me in terms of the content. They had no uh, direction on the content. What I try to do is provide uh, more detailed videos on how allergen immunotherapy works and how you can best uh, pick the optimal therapy for you. So I suppose I did a shared decision-making before I became a hipster new thing to talk about. Uh, This is the whole approach of getting away from paternalistic medicine where the doctor tells you what is best for you and you decide basically based on the information that you have. Now, it's, uh, it's good if you see a physician that has sort of an unbiased uh, discussion of things. Uh, both in Canada and the U.S., allergists make uh, usually a, a, a sizable portion of their income uh, selling you allergy shots. Uh, some go so far to make it themselves and uh, repackage it and uh, sell you at a, at a fairly good margin. Um, at the end of the day, though, um, hopefully you trust the physician that you're seeing uh, to make a balanced and fair discussion with you. So allergy shots have been around for about 105 years now. Um, you know, it is an option if you don't have a needle phobia that you're not fearful of needles. You also prefer close observation and monitoring uh, by an allergist in case there is a reaction. Tablets in general uh, cause more side effects overall, but less of the severe ones like anaphylaxis. 
So tablets are an option, um, which is currently in Canada approved for grass, dust mites, and ragweed. If you have a needle phobia, like you don't really want to uh, get yourself jabbed every week or for a certain period of time, or you don't want to come to the doctor's office, like you're too busy, you have a busy lifestyle. Um, what are common side effects? Well, allergy shots, uh, most people get redness or itchiness at the site of the injection. Some people get some hives around there. About one in a thousand people will get uh, a severe allergic reaction called anaphylaxis. And roughly, there's a small chance of death, about one in two and a half million. Now, you do have to keep in perspective that your chance of dying in a car accident is far higher than any of these numbers. Allergy tablets, on the other hand, um, will cause itchiness or swelling in the mouth. Now, you are allergic to this thing and you are putting it in your mouth. And sometimes it can be associated with nausea or some cramping. In very rare cases, I don't even know what number to quote you because it is so rare, but eosinophilic esophagitis, this is a, a problem of your esophagus, essentially thinking that it's uh, uh, the larynx or trachea and trying try to change into that. Uh, very, very rare, um, but uh, important to have that discussion with your uh, healthcare professional as well. Now, the other practical thing that may limit people is what your insurance plan covers. In both Canada and the U.S., um, medications are not covered generally. Um, in Ontario, in my jurisdiction, if you are very low income or on disability, it will be covered, uh, the shots will be covered, and certain forms of the tablet are covered, but not all. The tablets are a prescription medication or considered such, although it just contains really the uh, binders and the actual allergen. Um, because of that, uh, if you have a private insurance plan, most of them will now uh, carry this on their plan. Now, people have different preferences and cost concerns, so really this is an individualized decision. And some people don't mind taking what we call pharmacotherapy, those are allergy pills, nose sprays, eye drops, so on and so forth. Um, this is an option as well and a reasonable option, although it, there is no curative intent to any of these. Um, I hope you got some value out of this. It's important to see uh, someone you really trust in terms of managing your allergies. Uh, in the U.S., you know, a board certification is very important. In Canada as well, make sure that uh, you check to see the, if the person is actually qualified uh, to manage anaphylaxis and allergies. Um, in Canada, the designation is FRCPC, Fellow of the Royal College of Physicians Canada, and this can be searched easily on the, our regulatory uh, website. So in Ontario, in my jurisdiction, for example, if you go to cpso.on.ca, uh, you can easily check the credentials of the physician that you're seeing. Um, and uh, if they don't have uh, allergy immunology, it may be in your best interest to see someone who actually has the certification. And the same applies in the U.S. as well. Now, you may be wondering how allergen immunotherapy works. Essentially, both the tablets and the shots work by the same principle. Um, when you keep exposing yourself uh, in a controlled dose setting of what you're allergic to, eventually your body will figure out ways to ignore it. 
So it'll say, hey, wait a minute, maybe this dust might uh, poop. Uh, it's not something that I have to deal with, like a, like a parasite. And as such, maybe I can learn to leave it alone. It induces a number of changes. One of the easily measurable changes is that you get these things called blocking antibodies as opposed to allergy antibodies. Another change that occurs is in your uh, regulatory T-cells. Uh, for those that don't know, T-cells are kind of like the quarterbacks of the immune system. Certain types of T-cells are more of the central regulators, and they will tell your body to react in one way or another. So we can change the way your body reacts to these things. Um, for more information, again, visit my other website, uh, grassallergies.com. I also have a YouTube channel. If you type EBME, allergen immunotherapy, I'm sure something will show up. Thank you very much.